Welcome back to our podcast, Living Room Librarians, with your hosts, Emily Yates and Jenny Dry. Welcome to episode four. We hope everyone is safe and healthy and getting adjusted to school from home. Today, we are very excited to have two special guests with us, Tyrone Jones and Al Ellis. Our first guest is Mr. Jones. In addition to being a key member of our school library staff, Mr. Jones also is a National Federation of State High School Association certified and USA Track and Field Certified Official and Level 1 Track Coach here at Green Hope. So if you're a student athlete, you may know him better as Coach Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. So how have you been, Mr. Jones? How have you been keeping yourself busy? Well, you know, trying to find stuff around the house to do, or uh, just trying to occupy my time with different things. It's amazing when you uh, don't have a job, you can find stuff you took up for a long time, you do it now. But uh you know, it's um, it's uh, it's positive about everything. So I just try to remain positive and do what I can. That's great. One of the many things, of course, that's on hold right now with schools being closed is spring athletics. Mm-hmm. Student athletes and coaches are missing games and events, but also their daily workouts and the competition, the camaraderie. And we wanted to find out how that's affecting them and what they're doing to stay motivated in the meantime. So, Mr. Jones, you coach the high jump event. What have you missed most about the spring season? Uh, the kids, uh, you know, just giving back to them about to improve and whatever. But one thing good about that is, uh, we do still do workouts, which kind of, you know, be online. I send workouts to them each day through team app and they claim they're doing it. I hope they are, you know, uh, just to keep them in shape and mostly get them out the house. Mm-hmm. So we kind of talk back and forth with each other, you know, throughout the day, throughout the week, whatever, and just, you know, keep them in shape and then get them a chance to run and just so it's kind of communication also so kind of same thing just not being there that's the only thing about that and I miss the running part myself keeps me in shape now I'm out of shape probably now (laughs) well that answered our next question about how um, you're making sure your athletes are still training so one other question we had was because being a coach requires so much commitment hours of practice and play what's it like having all that unexpected unscheduled time now Oh man, Miss Shades, you know, I, I'm my family's like, you're here? Well, you know, so <laughs> it's, it's difficult. I'm not used to being home, you know, before six o'clock. But uh, uh I, I I do miss, you know, doing I'm I'm a very active person, I miss being out and stuff. So uh I, it's hard, but um uh, it's it's uh it's this doable. So I just try to work out more around the house and stuff, you know, and just uh and just look forward to hopefully getting back next year. And I'm gonna miss, I think. A lot of the seniors that I was coaching that didn't have a chance to compete in the states, whatever, that had the chance to do well. So I kind of feel bad for them. But, uh, you know, we can't change the world problem. So we go forth. Mr. Yeah. Jones, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm really looking forward to the three of us being back in the library again. I really miss working together. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking forward yeah. To, um, to your team being back together as well. Um, Next, we'll hear from Jack, a junior on the Green Hope track team who competes in the pole vault event, about what this time away from school has been like for him. So at this point in the season, I would be starting to taper my workouts in an attempt to peak the week of states, which uh, is in about a month. And I'd be making some final adjustments in technique before the conference meet, which would be next week. I'm really missing the feeling of being up in the air, especially because now even the uh, training center that I go to outside of school is closed down, and I don't know when I'll have the opportunity to pole vault again. I am still running and doing other uh, workouts, 
but because my event has so much specialized equipment compared to other events in track and field, it's really difficult to work on technique. I have actually cut off a branch, a uh, tree branch in my backyard, and I use that to practice uh, drills that I would normally do with the pole. However, uh, now that so much of my time isn't taken up practicing technique, I can better work on uh, my strength and my speed, which is equally important in the event. And additionally, some world-class coaches and athletes are hosting uh, online seminars on Zoom every week, and I've listened to some of those to gain like a better understanding of the event. And that's just the upside of participating in an event like Pole Vault with such a small community, is that it's very easy to get in touch with, say, like world record holders and Olympic coaches, and they're they are very open to educating people in the event. In that, uh, it's really hard dealing with the cancellations, though, especially because I got hurt right before the indoor state championships, and I couldn't compete there either. Uh, but I always try to just focus on myself in competition and not so much my competitors. And that it makes it really easy to just focus on my training as an athlete and not worry about what uh, my competitors are doing. As a team, we also try to really encourage each other through really encourage each other through this time. And we're constantly talking about our workouts and how our training is going. However, there's no uh, alternative for a great competition. Thanks so much for sharing that with us, Jack. Next, we'll be hearing from Mr. Ellis. Mr. Ellis has been a behavior support teacher at Green Hope since 2006. He's a nationally board certified teacher with a master's degree in special education, and he also serves as the coach of the varsity men's basketball team. Welcome, Mr. Ellis. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Hope your family's doing well and um, and getting adjusted to teaching from home. We're all adapting to so many changes. Um, What has this time been like for you as a coach and for your players? Well, for me as a coach, the first week or two, it was kind of, it was kind of relaxing because I got a chance to go over film and watch film and review film. But now, as 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 the weeks have gone on, it's now come to a point where I'm ready to get back in with the guys, and that's probably been the most frustrating thing not not having access to a gym or not being able to go and. Um, um, practice to work on drills because basketball is a is a sport where you have to you know there's something you have to be doing um, um, related to you know related to the game itself and so therefore it that becomes kind of difficult yeah so that's connected to the next question I had so I'm based on what you just said it sounds like your athletes typically train off season. So what are you recommending that they do um, to work on their skills now? How are you suggesting that they work on that from home? Well, thankfully, there's a lot of good videos out there um, through YouTube and through different coaching sites where guys can do some drills if they're able to, either um, in a room in their house, in their garage. A lot of my guys have their parents have sacrificed parking their cars in the garage and have turned their garages into a weight room. Um, so, you know, our guys are lifting weights. If they got a basketball hoop outside, they're outside in the front yard working on drills. So they, they found creative ways to, to get some of those drills done. 
but the the biggest thing that they don't get is that one on one with a with another another teammate or you know two on two or three on three uh the the live skills working with other teammates that sort of helps in your development that's the one thing that they're not getting yeah that my son runs track and we've done some track workouts together but i'm sure you know having to work out with me has made him appreciate his teammates and his coaches a lot more um that we found ways to work around that we had another question kind of thinking about this from a different angle um a lot of us have this extra time to fill but it's kind of a strange time to be a a sports fan um, I was thinking about our last few days at school in March when um, the first COVID cases were reported and we weren't really sure whether the schools were going to close. Um, and it was so shocking to have all these major sporting events postponed and canceled. Um, and then the NCAA tournament was canceled, um, which seems like unthinkable in North Carolina. Um, so I know a lot of people are are missing being involved in athletics, but also like just being able to watch live sports. How's that been for you? That's probably one of the hardest things, being able to, you know, not, you know, in the summer, I'm usually going crazy because I'm I'm really ready for football. But high school, we're still, we still have some basketball that's going on. But not being able to watch it on TV, not being able to turn on the channel and watch an actual live game, whether it's football or basketball or um, any, any sports, because I like a lot of them, not seeing that. Um, has really has really been a challenge. I used to joke with my wife that all I needed was um, the local the local TV channels and ESPN, and I got the local channels right now. But but I'm missing my ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, do you have any last advice for any student athletes as they navigate through these unusual times? The most important thing I would tell student athletes right now. Um, is to be students first right now because this is going to be an opportunity for them to uh, really excel in the classroom and those things are going to really matter um, in in for their future um, as far as as far as what they want to do moving forward so take this opportunity to be students and be safe be healthy and continue to just do do the drills that you can do at home or do the drills that you can do in your garage or in your front yard, but just mainly be students. And then when, when the country opens up again and we're able to get out, then you can, you can get back to being the athlete that you are, but you will have known that you've taken care of the classroom first. And, and a lot of times we forget about the classroom, but we got to remember that we're student athletes first. And, and so this is a great opportunity for them to just be students and I tell my guys to um, learn the game, study the game, read books written by coaches like um, Mike Shashevsky or um, Bob Knight or some or John Wooden. Not only is that going to help with your reading skills, but um, it's also going to help you appreciate the game that you love even more. Thank you so much. That's really great advice. I really like how you're framing this as an opportunity. Um, thank you so much for joining us and, you know, just sharing your time with us and, and that great insight. Um, so if, if you're, I appreciate y'all having me. Yes. <laughs> great. Thank you. Um, 
speaking of basketball, if you're looking for a good sports-related read, um, you may enjoy um, American-born Chinese author Gene Yang's new graphic novel, Dragon Hoops, which he, um, in which he tells the story of his colleague, Coach Lou Ritchie, who graduated from the high school where they both taught in Oakland, California, and played basketball for the team. He suffered a bitter loss that went down in high school sports history because of a controversial shot he made at the end of a championship game. And through Richie's story, Yang also shares his process of producing the book, which took him six years. He does a great job of bringing the coaches and players to life while also telling the story of basketball itself. So I think uh, most readers would enjoy it. The hardcore fans and those who like Gene Yang admits about his younger self um, that don't get sports at all. And by the way, this book is available as an ebook through the Wake County Public Library. Well, that's our show for today. We'd like to say a special thanks to Coach Jones, Coach Ellis, and Jack for joining us. We wish you well in your training and look forward to the day when you can train and compete together. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out to us. Our contact info and lots of other resources are available on our website, greenhopemediacenter.weebly.com. Thank you.